0: Log talk radio welcome back you health renaissance people okay today we're going to talk how your body works to thrive in our world and and believe me the spread of um, ignorance and insanity is rampant so let's cut through the crap and tell you exactly that you are um, designed to live here. You are thousands and thousands of generations old. You are made in the image and likeness of God. So, But remember, um, we are educated by TV and the public. Now, a uh, figure 500 years ago, they thought they knew everything. I mean, the absolute experts on the planet would have told you the world was flat. They would have told you that um, germs come from sin and evil spirits, and that a good shot of mercury and a good bleeding every now and then uh, would, would keep you healthy. We know that that's crazy. Well, guess what? We're, we're in, we are we're have not progressed. Um, now, we're going to cover this and other parts of the subject tonight at our talk, and it's going to be on Dr. BVIP. So please, thank you for supporting that and get on there. It's only a couple of bucks a month, but this way, at least you can get the information and share this, because we are going to be hitting hot and heavy at how your body works to adapt to the environment. And also, too, please support Extreme Health Academy. I just spent about four hours uh, working son- or yesterday, Monday, on answering a huge number of questions on there. So do what you can to support uh, literally the resistance. Now, um, let's look at the health of your body. So when you look at, at how disease progresses, disease, does disease affect everyone? Well, not according to the um, CDC. So it looks like, now let's just talk about an infectious disease. We can call it about the uh, Voldemort virus because I used that last week and it seemed to work. The censorship group actually let it, let it play. So, if you look at how viruses are transferred, uh, typically, and this is what the panic is, is that one person catches it, you know, from from an event, okay, and then he spreads it to an, an, another people, and then they spread it to more, and they spread it to more, and then soon the hospitals are overwhelmed, and well, all of that is a bizarre fantasy. It's some type of movie, because when you look at this, you're assuming that 100% of the population is susceptible. And we know, according to the Voldemort virus, that if you're 70 years old or younger and you don't have any comorbid conditions, you have a 99.5% chance of not having any issue. If you're below 40 with no comorbid conditions, you have a 99.99% chance of never having an issue. If you're a kid, it's virtually 100%, okay, so that you're not gonna have an issue. So how does this work? When they talk about RO factor, and that's the, the, the infectivity nature of it. So what do viruses actually do? First, you have to have a susceptible. What's that? That's somebody with a weakened immune system. According to the CDC, the people that are uh, having the most problem with this have 3.8 comorbid conditions. That means that they've had type 2 diabetes, chemotherapy, cancer, something. Now, um, remember, RNA or DNA viruses um, replicate um, utilizing the host RNA or DNA. And this is why one person can infect thousands. One person infects another person that person that has to use their RNA or DNA to replicate, and then they can infect somebody else who's also susceptible. After that, the virus has changed so much, they can't, it can't infect anyone else. So, so in, and what data do we have to suggest this? Well, we have the Diamond Princess, and that was way last year before the insane takeover of our world. And this was published in... Uh, what is it? Certificate for mathematical mo- modeling of infectious diseases. It's the CMMID re- repository. And talking about the the um, Diamond Princess, you got three thousand seven hundred eleven people on here. Seven hundred twelve got infected, uh, and and this is a, a cruise ship with some seriously old people on there. I mean, it had. Um, Between 70 and 89, you're talking about 1,200 people on this boat. Uh, Now, out of that age group, the 70 to 79 age group, um, six people died. The 80 to 89 age group, one person died. So when we're looking at this, we're looking at, um, you're talking 1,200 people and seven people died, which is a lot, and it's a challenge for those seven people. But when you look at the 3,711 people that died that or that, that were on the ship and only seven people and they were the older people and they were the people that were taking ACE inhibitors and had two or three comorbid conditions and then also doing a check to see who got infected, there were 712 or about 19% of the ship. Once 19% got infected, the infectious rate stopped. So now... We, you know, when you're looking at this, you think, well, God, it was no worse than the flu. And this was back in January of last year. So we know that, that the flu, colds, viruses, all this stuff, it only affects um, people who are susceptible, not healthy people. There are not healthy people dying. Now, what kind of data do we have of this? Well, we know um and this was out of public health in two thousand ten They did a study and this is uh circuit nineteen eighteen and they they you know this was in the the pandemic of um you know right after World War one, so you know we know that the population was sick, stressed out, and starving. They took a hundred Navy volunteers uh who had no history of influenza. And they went through and they swabbed their noses, they had people spitting in cups and they put that mucus in their nose, rubbed it in their eyes, down their throat. Um, nobody got sick. Then they had um, a group go in and talk to people that were in these these isolation wards and they had them cough and sneeze and spit on them. Nobody got sick. And and it, it's interesting because um, the guy that ran the study was named he, um quote, He was clearly puzzled and cautioned against drawing conclusions from negative results. We entered the outbreak with a notion that we knew the cause of disease and were quite sure we knew how it was transmitted from person to person. Perhaps if we learned anything, it's not that we're not quite sure about what we know about the disease. Brilliant. A doctor actually admitting that he doesn't know something. Yeah, try that with a Fauci. (laughs) It doesn't really work. And so, what what is it? If germs don't cause disease, if if um, if the terrain or the health of the individual does, then should we be scared and isolating and separating people from a disease, or should we be strengthening the immune system? Oh, gee, that's a thought. How about strengthening the immune system? And uh, this argument's been going on for a long time. Uh, even without the socialist uh, criminal intervention that our governments are doing. So germ versus immune system. We have Louis Pasteur and Antoine Beauchamp. Now, Beauchamp was brilliant. He felt that it was more the terrain, the terrain or the health of the individual. Now, based on things like the Diamond Princess, based on uh, facts and stats, Um, That not not the propaganda by CNN, but I mean facts and stats which are going on with our population. The people that are dying, because there wasn't an increase in deaths in 2020 in America, the people that are dying are dying of uh, their susceptibles. So what viruses do, it literally cleans up dead tissue. I mean, even if we look way back in history, and I'm talking back um you know ten fifteen years ago, where people can't even remember um, the the rate of disease versus the the rate of infectivity i mean if you just take chickenpox and uh, chickenpox before um or measles measles is is like the scary one for everyone. Uh, there were four million cases of measles in nineteen sixty three before they developed the um, measles shot and and out of those four million cases, four hundred died now, you might say so so i mean it's literally um, uh, they had a fatality or harm rate, and they uh, out of not the just the cases they had around eighteen million people, so eighteen million kids under under 18, and 400 deaths. So that's about a death of one in 500,000. So that's similar to um, God, not even traffic accidents back then. But it's so it's really, really rare. Uh, similar to getting struck by lightning. So what the panic? What? Why is this going on? Um, now. This one article, and I really, really like it, out of the International Journal of Vaccine and Vaccination. The title of the article is Who Had Their Finger on the Magic of Life? Antoine Beauchamp and Louis Pasteur. And I've got to read this. Quote, there is no medical doctrine as potentially dangerous as a partial truth implemented as the whole truth. Any medical profession, bioscientist, healthcare practitioner, or layperson for that matter, who wishes to gain insight into the origins and nature of infectious and chronic diseases against a backdrop of a marvelous view of the process of life, must consider Beauchamp. Absolutely. Um, Because when you look at viruses, viruses literally are not a living organism. They are a well-organized molecular parasite that utilizes host RNA or DNA to replicate. That's why they don't... (laughs) They they don't attack healthy people, and what's interesting with this is you have to have a weakened immune system. So, uh, do viruses have a purpose? Absolutely, they do. And in fact, forty five percent of your DNA is viral, and and that is is huge. If you understand that viruses clean up dead tissue, they have a purpose. They go after not just susceptible people, but people who have a tissue production problem. So in order for us to keep healthy on this planet, we have to get um, production of our tissue healthy. Does does that make sense? So if you build cells faster than you break down, that's called health. If you break down faster than you build cells, that's called illness. Now, we're... we're <laughs> Uh, um, there, There's a couple of things, I'm, I'm flipping through my talk tonight, the slides, and there's a lot of things that I can't talk about. Like one of it, if anything you do, so if disease is actually uh, a, a tissue production problem, if viruses attack people with tissue production problems, So anything you do that weakens your immune system is going to make you more predisposed to viral funguses or diseases, uh, such as putting a mask on, which decreases oxygen. It causes you to re-breathe in your own waste products. It literally weakens your immune system. Um, Here's the World Health Organization, uh, and this is April 6, 2020. Quote, however, there's currently no evidence that wearing a mask whether medical or other types, by healthy persons in the wider community settings, including universal and community masking, can prevent them from infection with respiratory viruses, including COVID-19. That's what they actually say. And then we can go into lockdowns, all this other stuff. Realize that in our society, there is physical, chemical, and emotional stress. Physical, chemical, and emotional and we are at the height of that. So strengthening your immune system is going to be the key. You strengthen your immune system, then your body will be okay. So um, now listening to the the brilliant um, uh, healthcare practitioners that are out there, like the Fuchis, and you know masking our children and injecting our children, and knowing that the current vaccine for COVID according to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, just about the only system they have for recording injuries from vaccine. Um, This vaccine in the first six, seven months um, has killed more people than the 10 years of vaccines deaths reported. So in the first six months, it's killed more people than vaccines have killed in 10 years. And this is only about 1% of the injuries, according to Harvard. So let's look at the at the origins. And now this is interesting. Here's the title of this article. Origins and Evolution of Western Diet: Basis for the Epidemiolo- Epidemiology of Chronic Diseases. Quote, many of the diseases associated with contemporary western populations and spreading across the globe have arisen through discordance between our ancient genetically influenced biology and the dietary, cultural, and physical activity patterns of modern society. Obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, dyslipidemias, um, you know, that's cholesterol things, uh, inflammatory autoimmune diseases, cancers, all of these things are diet related. Now, what, last week we talked about stress, how stress is a big one, physical, chemical, and emotional stress. And if you're drugging symptoms, not fixing the problem, that's gonna be a big deal. Even the Journal of the American Medical Association, in 1998, they said 106,000 people a year die from the right drug at the right time and the right dosage. Um, of course, more recently, they say now 128,000 are dying. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be increasing because if you're getting the vaccine passport and you realize which direction society is going, I gotta tell you, you're going to have forced medications too because the first two shots aren't working. They know that in Israel. So they're going to go out with a third booster, and the third booster is for a variant that the first two isn't going to work with. And then they have just came out with a medication to handle some of the side effects of those. So we're looking at, at, in the next few weeks um, to months, you're looking at significant increase in hospitalizations and death rates. And this has been done before, where um, even though it's the vaccine causing it, it's stress, um, there's a lot of other diseases or conditions that weaken the body's immune system response that, um, of course, the anti-vaxxers are gonna get blamed and, uh, you know, we are now in a segregated, controlled society. So what do we do to help ourselves? Well, one, if you're taking medications to deal with symptoms, that's insane. Nobody has suffered from medication deficiency syndrome. And you are actually looking at how um, your body's responded to stress. So uh, non anti-inflammatories create nutrient deficiencies. We know statins damage gut function. We know um, anti-acid medications literally cause brain damage, hit fractures, everything else. So what can we do? How do we get ourselves healthy? Let's look at how your body works. You have a digestive system, and this means that you have to take in nutrients and break down those nutrients. You literally have to break the proteins to um, amino acids, fats to fatty acids, and carbohydrates to usable sugars. When you're in a stressed state, you can't do that. Okay, You're not going to be um, strengthening your immune system. Guess what masks, guess what the constant bombardment of TV is getting you? You're getting a chronic stress state. Now, this is when you're in the sympathetic dominant or stress state. And remember, you've got the automatic nervous system. One part is the fight or flight that keeps you alive under stress. That's called the sympathetics. The other part regenerates the tissue, and that's the rest, digest, or repair, or the parasympathetics. Now, your gut, it's it's called the enteric nervous system. Now, this is the second brain consisting of sheaths of neurons embedded in the walls of the long tube of our gut, which contains over 100 million neurons, more than either the spinal cord or the peripheral nervous system. This is the second brain. Now, 90% of the vagus nerve um, carries sensory input from that intestinal tract up to the brain. So this means that when you're looking at how your brain responds to the environment, 90% of the stuff is coming from the gut. Now if you're in a stress state, you've got decreased nerve supply to the gut, so you're just in survival mode. Now, so so how do we strengthen the immune system? Well, we have to look at how your body regenerates. So it's literally, if you're in a chronic state of stress, and this is how you can identify it, how many bowel movements a day do you have? Well, you know, if you say, oh, two to three bowel movements a day, everything works good, I feel fantastic. Um, How do you sleep? Well, I wake up refreshed. I have tons of energy. I never get up to pee. You know, fantastic. Okay, uh, positive mental attitude or anxiety. Oh, man, I feel great every day. Okay, so that's looking at the physical, chemical, and emotional stress load. In crazy world, which is where we are, we have a medical system where the doctors are pharmaceutically trained. They're trained to diagnose the disease, to give a drug for a symptom, and then if you have side effects of that drug, put, give you a new different drug or give you a drug to deal with those symptoms. That's exactly what they're doing with the shot. They're coming out with a COVID drug to help with some of the symptoms, like blood clotting um, from the shot. I know it makes sense to me too. We give you a shot that's experimental, that's never been used in humans before, Um, that had a 100% death rate in the animal studies. And if you look at the humanized mice that they used to inject that, um, the new mRNA technology, um, the mice died at the human equivalent of two years. So, you know, look for the next couple of years to be very, very dicey. Now, so what, what do we do to strengthen our immune system? One, look at the physical chemical, and emotional stress load. You do not need to be afraid of viruses. You don't need to be afraid of of um, your environment. You ne- do need to be concerned at what you put in your body. And I mean you put in your stomach, you put in your brain. Okay, remember, you <laughs> you've got two wolves fighting inside of you, one evil, one good. And as the legend goes, the one that wins the battle for your soul is the one you feed. So let's feed um, joy. Let's feed organic plant-based diet. Let's get good exercise. That means every day you're moving. Um, Changing the sleep patterns. So if your body is building cells faster than you're breaking them down, this is called health. If you're breaking cells down faster than you're building, that's called dis-ease. So so realize that you've got 80% of your immune system in your gut, and this is the, the, the most important area. So that means anything you put in your mouth, uh, if man makes it, you don't put it in there. So you're talking whole food, organic, delicious. And this is going to allow your body to have the raw materials to regenerate tissue. And, and again, think of the diamond princess. If you want to panic, if you want to... Um, go go wild um, and think, oh my God, the sky is falling. I'm so scared of, of viruses and the variants and everything else. Yeah, there's hundreds of variants. There's thousands of variants of coronaviruses, of flu viruses, of enteric viruses. There's thousands of viruses out there. All of these viruses, 45% of, of your DNA is viral. So you are designed to live here. Um, you do not need to be afraid of our environment. Now, um, the second half of our talk tonight, and we're going to talk about dealing with the physical, chemical, and emotional stress, um, here's something um, dangerous. This is out of LifeSite News. Now, this is, um, and this was just a, a few weeks ago, um, a pregnant mom or a mom that's um, nursing to her child uh, get a six-week-old baby breastfeeding. Um, the baby died of blood clots. Now, this is extremely rare because children breastfeeding children uh, are not going to die of blood clots, but the mom got the Pfizer vaccine and the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System Uh, stated a six week old breastfeeding baby became inextricably ill with um, a high fever after his mother received the COVID-19 and he died weeks later with blood clots um, and severely inflamed arteries. Now, think of this. (sighs) the Babies are not at risk of this disease okay, normal healthy kids, and you're breastfeeding. And there's no data to indicate that breastfeeding is, is safe um, for this shot. And they have just approved this shot. Now, the problem with the, the good thing about the approval is that they have to put the ingredients, what's in the shot. And the good thing about the approval is there's going to be a list of the effects that you can have and like the death of a baby. But what they're gonna put in there is there's no data for breastfeeding. And so then we have the brainwashed medical system that forces pregnant women to get the shot, uh, which you're talking a hundreds of percent increase in spontaneous abortions, um, miscarriages, and now it looks like breastfeeding as well is dangerous. Um, to take an experimental shot that in the animal studies had a 100% death rate. So do not get the shot. If you have gotten the shot, if you're forced to get it, if you were coerced to get it in order to travel or to uh, keep your job, there's some things you can do in order to maintain the integrity of the blood. And that's, that's a tough one only because when we're looking at the, the blood, and I look at it on live blood cell analysis, we are seeing horrific, horrific. I mean, blood clotting, we're seeing fiber inflammation, It is horrible. And the, the problem with this is blood has a function. It brings oxygen to the tissue, and the brain, that little three-pound brain, burns 90% of the body's oxygen. So we're looking at at a challenge here with if you're getting the shot, um, your body is literally creating spike proteins which can damage arteries, it can damage the brain, it can cross the blood-brain barrier. It has a myriad of effects, um, some of which are in fertility, but it's also in um, how your body transfers nutrients. So, uh, I mean, avoid, delay, do everything you can. There's a couple of exemptions for the shot. One of them is a religious exemption, which I really, really recommend. I mean, if you believe that your body is built in the image and likeness of God, if you think that you're designed to live on this planet, that you're more energy than matter, and um, then uh, you do not need to explain what religion it is, you don't need to answer any questions about that. Bam, you just put it down. Now, this Thursday at our office, um, because if you're, if you're comfortable with the government control of your life, if, you, if you're happy living in a more socialist-type, communist-type environment, and if you want to go along with the Great Reset and the World Order where you will own nothing but you will be happy, okay, that means that's a master-slave relationship. If you want to go towards that, beautiful, God bless you. If you want to be protected by the Constitution, which limits the power of government, if you want to have rights that are given to you by your creator, um, and I mean inalienable rights, rights that cannot be separated from you, like the right of freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of assembly. If you think these rights are important for your survival on this planet, Um, And and they were given to you not by the government. They're not privileges. They can't be taken away. They are rights that you were born with Okay, from the God that built you. Um, This Thursday we're doing a registration to change your status from U.S. citizen to American citizen so we can literally take back our world. That means taking back our world. That means no one can tell you to um, not go grocery shopping, they're not gonna limit your travel, they're not going to force you to get a medical procedure without informed consent. You will be an independent um, human being. You are going to have a chance at um, uh, commerce, you're going to live your life the way you're supposed to live it, free, independent. And right now, if you are curious, This is a spiritual warfare going on. So just like Lincoln did, sometimes he had no place to go um, but to his knees. So that meant kneeling down and praying is a good idea. Develop a good relationship with God, realize that you're made in the image and likeness of God, and you can actually rebuild your body every day. Um, And that's without any chemicals man-made. You are actually designed to live here. We're going to have this and a lot more information tonight. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. Thank you.